their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings. And I have come down to deliver them from the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. To the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The cry of the Israelites has come to me. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. Now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? He said, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you, that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. This is the word of God Thanks, Peter. Holy God, we thank you for your presence among us. We thank you for this time and this sermon series. As we hear different um, biblical stories, the characters who went through their own weapons. Lord, open our hearts and our minds and also please guide my lips and tongues so that we can receive the word that you prepared through my mouth. Thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, we've been spent um, for two weeks, and uh, including today for three weeks, uh, talking about the wilderness. And when it comes to wilderness, we tend to think it is a bad place because we experience some challenges like physical, spiritual, financial, and relationship while we are in the wilderness. Yet, it is also true that wilderness can be an opposite place where we find peace and God's holiness and restore our brokenness and find a new vision of how God intended us to be. Many of the great leaders in the Bible has to go through a wilderness experience in order to get their calling in life. And today we are going to look at the journey of Moses and his wilderness experience. Before going deeper into this passage, let me ask of you, who Moses? Who is Moses? And what image comes to mind when you hear the name Moses? You can name it. <laughs> Ten Commandments, yeah. Great leader, yes. Uh -huh. Burning bush. Burning bush, yeah. What? Yeah, the party of the water, right? Yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about, yeah. So those scenes, like, you know, parting the water and the ten 
place and receive the Ten Commandments and a burning bush. This is a scene that we usually think of Moses. And then these scenes tell us who Moses is. And then these pictures usually depict Moses as great leader of the Israelites. And Moses was the one who gave the laws that he receives from God and to the Israelites so that they could learn how to live as a chosen people. The name Moses is a big in the Bible. And also it is back to Jewish and all Christians, not only because what he had done in the Jewish history, but also he was the one who wrote the first five books is called Torah, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers and Deuteronomy. So this guy is very important for us because he has been doing so many good things. But did you know that his life was not always easy and good? His youth was not really good as he heard the scripture lesson today because he experienced an identity crisis and he even killed somebody. You might wonder what happened to him and what was wrong with him. The children's movie called The Prince of Egypt is a story of Moses. When I saw the title of the movie for the first time, I did not think of Moses immediately, even though I knew his background. Anyway, this movie title reminds us of the fact that Moses was a prince of Egypt. And Exodus chapter 2 describes how he, as a Hebrew boy, ended up being a prince of Egypt. Moses was born in a very difficult time. His fate was to be dead right after he was born because King Pharaoh ordered to kill all Hebrew boys right after they were born. But Moses was dramatically saved when his mother put him in a basket and floated him down the river of Nile. And he was rescued by the King Pharaoh's daughter. And first of all, he was raised by his Hebrew mother up to the point when he got weaned. After that, he grew up in the Egyptian palace and was raised as a prince. He probably was well educated like other princes did. And Moses probably also grew up knowing about his background and his real identity as a Hebrew boy. As a prince of Egypt, he might have some complicated feelings relief or uncomfortableness while seeing his fellow Hebrews enduring hard lives as slaves. 
Though the Bible did not describe the detail of his youth life, I assume that it would be easy for him to adjust to the palace life as an adopted Hebrew boy, Hebrew prince. And you never know if he got bullied or mistreated by other Egyptian prince. As a Hebrew brought up in the Egyptian world, Moses had two identities. Sometimes Moses might identify himself as an Egyptian priest who had the power to save others. Sometimes he might identify himself with Hebrew people and develop empathy toward them and grew resentful of the mistreatment of the Hebrew slaves. When he saw an Egyptian guard who was abusing a slave, a Hebrew slave, he wanted to save his Hebrew fellow. But back then, he was not mature enough to deal with this kind of a situation. So ended up, he killed the Egyptian guard. That means that he used his power in a wrong way. After that incident, Moses might have thought that he didn't quite fit in either world because Hebrew slaves did not appreciate him for what he had done. And at the same time, King Pharaoh tried to kill him when he found out that Moses killed one of the Egyptian guards. So what he had done? He ran, he fled, to Midian, where no one find who he was and where he came from. And the scripture records that Moses lived there for 40 years as a shepherd and made a family and lived peacefully without thinking of his complicated identity as an Egyptian prince and also a slave. For almost four years, God was silent to Moses. I guess God was silent to Moses because God knew that he needed time to be healed and to reflect on himself and on his wrongdoing when he was in Egypt. When he was in Egypt, Moses was not more sure enough to understand God's purpose for his life and how to use his power to fulfill God's purpose to bring his people from the bondage of slavery. And he ended up messing his life by killing an Egyptian guy and now He's in desert. He lives with his family as a foreigner. Maybe in the median, he found some peace and safe, safety. But maybe he might have felt some empty and lost spiritually because there was no purpose in his life. 
This was when God appeared to him through the burning bush to remind him of who he really was and what purpose God had for Moses. Through the holy moment, God restored his broken identity. Reading the conversation between God and Moses was quite fascinating to me. Moses, he wasn't sure about his calling. Almost throughout the conversation between God and Moses, he doubted himself as the one who could carry the big mission on behalf of the Israelites. He was afraid of how people would look at him and how the people would think of him, about him, because of what he had done in the past. He even told God that he was not good at speech. He brought all the excuses for why he wouldn't fit to this call. But on the other side, our God never gave up on him. He kept telling him whom he belongs to. In verse 6, God says, I am God of your father, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and God of Jacob. By saying that I am your father's God, that means I am your God. You are my children. I'm sorry, you are my child. God wanted to restore his broken identity and confirm that Moses belonged to God. And God told him that he's the one who sees and hears his people's crying. And God shows him a vision of how he wanted to have Moses to fulfill his mission. When Moses doubted himself about going before the people of Israel, God gave him an assurance by saying that God will be with him all the time. God even gave him some signs to show them so that the Israelite would believe him as a guy who was sent by God to save them. Moses is 40 years in the wilderness. We might think that it could be a waste of his time, but I think it probably was very necessary time for him to restore his brokenness and to rediscover his purpose and vision that God had for him. Without that time, he would not have met God at the, at the mountain of Horeb. And rather, he would remain as a lost or uncertain for his future. Yet, our Lord did not forget about him. Instead, God was patient with Moses and met him in a perfect timing to be restored and, to, dis, uh, and to, to rediscover his life of purpose in God through the burning bush moment.
brothers and sisters, when our life, uh, I'm sorry, I can hear very well at the small, sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> when our lives get hard, when we experience turmoil in our lives, we want to avoid everything and we want to give up and run away from it like Moses did. When we run away from it, we may find some peace and rest there. But remember, that is not our final destination. God allows us to have that moment of peace while we are in the wilderness because we need that moment to be healed and to refresh our sick souls. But at the same time, God wants to use the time of being in the wilderness to draw us close to God and to reshape us and to restore our brokenness and our broken relationship and to rediscover the purpose of life that our God has for us. I don't know where you are at now and in this season. Some of you could be in a life transition or you could be in a moment that you need to make a big decision. Or you could be dealing with something that you cannot easily handle. No matter where you are in now and in this season, remember God is the one who hears our cries and sees us and calls us to fulfill his purpose through our lives. And God wants us to set aside our time to be holy and to rediscover our purpose of life and our calling that our God intends us to be. So friends, let's find the time to be holy in this coming week or in the midst of our wilderness. And then in the midst of our business and the messages of our lives, and try to realign with God and rediscover our calling and our purpose of life that our Lord had had for us. Let us pray. Oh, gracious Lord, we thank you for your calling. We thank you for your reaching out to Moses and to us when we are wilderness. Sometimes we feel like we want to run away from you and from all the messes of our lives. And when we do that, we find some peace and rest there but we feel empty and lost in our souls. Lord, touch our hearts and our minds and help us to know your purpose and restore our broken hearts and our broken relationship and our brokenness 
so that we may find the purpose that you have for us. So that we can continue to move forward, not stay in, the, in our wilderness, but move out of the wilderness to fulfill your purpose in our lives. Thank you, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.